welcome uh, to Philosophy Footy, uh, joined by Steve. Hello. Um, hello. How are you going, Luke? Luke. Um, and uh, we're about to head into round seven. Had a bit of a had a bit of time to digest uh, the results of our, our teams and the, and the round uh, that's gone by. But obviously, Anzac Day um, was only a couple of days ago. But for this episode, let's switch things up, and uh, I think we'll head into good call, bad call. Yes. Um, do you want me to start yeah, and kick, kick it off, off Luke? Yeah. So, the Bulldogs game was won before the ball was bounced through a Frio fans brewing of a Rory Lobb beer. Good call, bad call? <laughs> not so much good call, but not so much the beer. More the, the focus and um, on, on Lobb and, and just their complete... Even without that, though, their complete, they're just game, the game style... Is, is just poor anyway but yeah they, they, they and to, for long of you to say that was the interesting they weren't they weren't focused on him too focused on him it was but ridiculous you, you, you made a call about his commentary yeah. Yeah. in the lead up to the yeah. game where he, yeah. he just sort of said he sort of added a bit of fuel to the fire he did and, yeah. yeah and he kind of he increased the focus so there's no surprise that there's no surprise that uh, that happened and um, it didn't do them any good and I think he I think it's a real failure on his behalf as a coach personally yeah yeah, yeah. I get the, sh- the the shove and you know the yeah, push around yeah. at the start of the game, but it sort of went on a bit. Well, if you're going to do that, game, didn't it? Then back it up with with your play. They, yeah. they, they, they were aggressive. Well, like, it was a, a bit of show in a lot of ways, but aggressive towards him and then tentative towards the ball. It was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, they didn't they didn't back it up with um, with their with their football at all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, do you want me to keep going, or you you? Uh, I got one for you, yeah, Luke. Cool. This is from a story that you uh, that you sort of raised with me. So the new WA team, the Birch, the Burns Beach Nudists, <laughs> will win a flag before Frio. Good call, bad call. Well, uh, it's a it's a it's a fair call. Um, no, you look, it's an interesting it's an interesting call. I, I don't see the WA team really working. I don't know what your opinion is, but I mean. Where are their fan base coming from? Is there going to be that many disillusioned Eagles and Freo fans um, that they're going to have enough of a a, a, a pool? Well, I, yeah. I, well, you've got to look at it, but you've got to look at it from an AFL perspective. They couldn't care less. Yeah, they were if, bums if, and seats, that, and they couldn't care less if Freo and, and the Eagles are um, this sort of fan base is sort of stripped away, or some of the yeah. even even some of their their money stripped away out of. Um, out of sponsorships and that yeah. because they they take Frio and the Eagles for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the you know, contributions. To they do, and, yeah. and and if you look at if you look at the they don't want nineteen teams because uh, you, as you quite rightly pointed out, something like Gather Round, which now looks like it's going to be a thing, that's not going to work with nineteen for a start. You can have an extra team. Yeah, yeah. You all come, every team come except for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, you stay, stay away. <laughs> you stay away. You, you, yeah. And and if you look at it, there's no other. There's no other logical place for the twentieth team to come from. No, There's, they haven't got the population in the Northern Territory or all the facilities. Um, the second teams in both Queensland and New South Wales are, are dead failures, so they're not going to add another one there. There's too many teams in Victoria. Just starting a team in Tasmania, in South Australia, they've got a much lower population now than than Perth in Adelaide than Perth. So Perth and Perth's and that northern that northern corridor is growing it's the only place where the only logical place where they'd have a where I think anyway they'd have a have a have a 20th team and 
and it goes to and they'll look at Frio and they'll say, well, Frio have done they've had hardly any success in their career, and yet they still in their in their time, and yet they still get fifty thousand members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, they, I'm sure they think that that if there's a twentieth team, I'm sure at the back of their minds, it's going to be that. That northern that northern corridor of of, uh, of Perth. It's interesting. I'm I'm, I'm interested to see what uh, comes along. I mean, the American football model is you move your franchises yeah. around. So, and your point around the uh, the two expansion teams being complete basket cases. Yeah. So you know, for me, I'd go. Why don't you just put the Suns down there? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Put and keep it as eighteen teams. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But back to your I guess your original question. It's a fair call because I don't think any team. Um, We'll get the same sort of raw, raw yeah. end of the stick that Freo got when they yeah. came into the competition in terms of um, benefits. So you'd, you'd think that they're going to set them up. I think a Tasmanian team will get quite a bit. They'll get quite of, a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much more, you know, whether they'd go for a WA team when you prop them up as, mm. as much mm. or, or not. It'd be um, yeah, very interesting. Um, Justin Longmuir is bereft of answers. Good call, bad call. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Good call, Luke. Inspired call. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's he's doubling down again on his game plan. He said we just need to tweak things. In some ways, you know, you, if you have a, if you have a strategy, you think it's going to work. You don't change it just because you you haven't been executing it properly. But by the same token, he he just he is bereft of answers. And I, and I think this week was so interesting when he talked about um, Fife and he virtually admitted that they're going to put Fife in the midfield when he comes back from injury, if he comes back from injury. Yeah. So that that shows me that. He's bereft of answers in a way, but now people are sort of suggesting Fife goes to the midfield, and he's gonna he he's listening to that, and, I, and it sounds like he's gonna he's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna try that. What do you think of the commentary that came out around <laughs> um, him moving to the bench and sort of being a bit of a, a copycat? He's more of a strategic strategy yeah. coach. Well, that was your mate. Motivational. That's my mate. That's Kane. your mate, Kane Corns. Yeah. Um, does it really make any difference? I don't know. Does it really make any difference? I don't. I don't know if it does or not. I mean, I. You, I think a coach get a bit, gets a better view of the of the game from up in the yeah. coach's box. And obviously you don't see all of it, but any time the camera flashed to him, he was sort of sitting in the back. Right? It wasn't like he was talking to his players. or, or um, So, yeah, it's an interesting observation. Yeah, I, look, I, I, I like Justin Longmuir, but with every week that goes by, I'm more and more <laughs> concerned about his coaching. I can tell you that. All right. All right, look, I've got one for you. Jeremy Cameron is a more skilled, faster... More flexible, more versatile player than Tony Lockett was. <laughs> well, uh, agile flexibility are the few of those key words. Uh, I'd say probably uh, yes. And so um, uh, Jeremy Cameron gets much further up the ground than I think Tony Lockett had uh, a bit of a, a 30 metre radius and, and yep, didn't really yep. leave that, uh, that, that circle. But um, oh, look, I. I really struggle when people compare errors and things like <laughs> the game's changed. Um, he's probably a bit more aligned to Wayne Carey for me. Okay. Um, I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to let you go that easily. Okay. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll follow up question. Is he a better player than Tony Lockett? No, you'd say no. Surely. Why not? Because what, what, well, how is Tony Lockett better than Jeremy Cameron? He's the all-time yeah, goal but, kicker record. Yeah, but every um, but you and I could kick you and I you and I could get a hundred dollars <laughs> in those days when he was playing. <laughs> really? Well, you know, I mean, they had lots of hundred goal yeah. games. No, of course, I'm joking, but I just think that if Jeremy Cameron was playing in Tony Lockett's role back then, how many goals would he have kicked? 
Well, I don't. I, I think he would have been cleaned up a bit more than he probably he gets cleaned he up. He probably would have had a few more donuts, mate. He would have been had a bit more weight yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, he's the thing that's sort of separated him from other forwards at the moment is his aerobic capability mm. and his ability yeah. to lose his opponents up the ground. Yeah. Um, which is a completely different game style to what um, Plover Lockett had. But he's a great, uh, he's a great mark and a great kick as well. Great mark, great kick, good lead, good lead. Um, you know, he's the number one player. I'd go if I had my yeah. pick of anyone at yeah. the moment. You'd go, you get Jeremy Cameron yeah. inside. Yeah. Um, but will he kick a hundred goals this year, Steve? Well, I, I was coming to that. You stole my thunder okay. there. Um, I will say, people who think he's going to kick a hundred goals, they're they're dreaming simply because it, these days it's just too hard for key forwards yeah. to to kick a hundred goals. I mean. All have you know? You can imagine a team like North, well, North Melbourne's a bad example because their defence is shocking. But a team that thinks they're going to get flogged by Geelong, just flooding back and, and blocking it up yeah, yeah. when when they can uh, to stop it, which they do now, which they never used to do. You know, going back when lots of players kicked hundred goals. I don't, I don't think he will. I don't think, I don't think he's a, um, well, he's a chance. I don't think, I don't think it'll happen though. I think that at the moment, the way the game's played, there's no one will do that until such time as things change drastically. Yeah. Um, Carlton don't have a rooster problem. They have a headless chook problem. Good call, bad call. <laughs> You're have to explain this one to me. Well, uh, so the, um, there was the article a couple of weeks ago yeah. that there's too, too many roosters up in the forward line. Yeah. But um, looking at the statistics... Uh, from last week's game there were six players with over 30 possessions they lost by yeah, four goals yeah I saw that um, so they're over possessing it so the headless chook analogy is that yeah. they're just not really knowing what to do with the ball well and, and I think they had the top six but also um, nine of the top 11 mm. actually yeah and they, and they had some big some big possession getters in there I think Akers I always look at him he had 36 he wasn't the highest no yeah it, it's a really good call and it shows you how Possessions can be such a misleading yep. metric to go by, and yeah, I, I, they they copped they they copped a bit of flack after they lost the previous week, and now the, the heat's going to come on, start to come on again pretty soon. They're eighth at the moment. Mm. Imagine if they don't make finals this year. Yeah, yeah, particularly after their start as well. Yeah. Their start was good. So, so yeah, so yeah, good question. Um, and with two two common medalists, mm, Brownlow medalists. Yes. A nab rising star, yeah. probably the all Australian fullback. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah that's right. No, Astoni- what, astonishing. What, what more do they want? And, and then they've you know got Hewitt, Chera, you know, all these other recruits <laughs> coming. Yeah, it's, what is going on with that football? I, I don't, I, I don't rate their coach. Yeah, it's a that's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> Very, I mean, I, yeah, I was a footballer, he was br- amazing, yeah. amazing player. But just because you're a good footballer that's right, doesn't mean you're a good coach. coach. And yeah. I, I think that they're. I'm not sure whether he needs extra support, or he's getting a fair bit of support in the in the background. But yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I I I, um, I, they, I didn't watch their game. Struggled last week. with coaches for yeah, they have, years. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and even uh, maybe on the Ligon Street Mafia, or, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing something behind the scenes. Who knows? All right. Um, even though last week we assist, assessed Sydney as having a bright long-term prospects. Mm. They are in for short-term pain. The injury list is growing, full of important players, and isn't going to be resolved quickly. Good call, bad call. Great call. Yeah. So I, there's actually a point I was going to bring up a bit later, but yeah, you can just see that the injuries, then with the inexperience of the side, really came back to haunt them. 
Um, they have the second most injuries behind the Eagles, and it just shows you how hard it is to be competitive um, when you're best are off the park. Mm. So um, they're strong favourites against GWS this week, but oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. it's uh, as easy a call as that. No, because GWS is the side who can turn on that really good performance every yeah. now and then, can't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so um, they've got some great young players, like Chad Warner, like... Again, oh, yeah, another WA yeah. product that sort of slipped through the, the, the grass there. I, I, I like. I think Logan McDonald's going to be a really good player. Um, they got Errol Goulden. Yeah. You know, they got some yeah. really good. You know, Patley always bobs up and, and does yeah. some things. But yeah, no, uh, they're just mm-hmm. just going at the moment. So last last week, the key the key backs was a massive concern for them. Yeah. So they had they had an equal number of clearances. They had they won the centre clearance of sixteen ten in a ninety three point loss, but the inside marks the marks inside fifty, uh, they lost five to twenty two, which is a massive mm. differential and shows that they really miss those yeah. those key backs. This it's going to be worse this week because they got more injuries. They got some, a couple of the yeah. They're only, the only fortunate they're back at home, but yeah, they're back um, at home. Yeah. But they they um, I mean that game against Port they again they they just lost that game, but they weren't that. No. They weren't that good. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Ross the Boss is a football genius. <laughs> good call, bad call. Nah, Luke, I'm surprised you didn't save this for clickbait. Um, yeah. He, must, he, is, he is a good coach. You've got, you've got to tell him every, every club he goes to he has an impact. Can I just caveat? So if you look back at 2022, Saints were 5 and 1 as well oh, last true. year, this time. Okay, okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've just, you Short know, memory. Well, media, we know the media have very <laughs> short memories. It's a week-by-week proposition. This team's great. This team's horrible. Same. Um, this, but this year, though, I mean, I, I, and I didn't yeah. go back and check their injury list. The, the, the injuries they've had yeah. in the start, is, I, I can't get my head around that. It's astonishing. Yeah, even, the even way if, they've held up. It's yeah. amazing. Even against... And their best forward, Max King's not... Exactly. Uh, even against... Um, yeah, the pies when they lost. Mm. That was a they did they they, play, they played yeah. quite well given their injury yeah. list and they're right in the game until the last quarter. Mm. Obviously, it's a bunch of stuff that makes any team a success. But um, I mean, yeah, there's a massive overreach mm. uh, by the media a little bit, and, you know, and we'll see how it pans out. Well, can I just follow on my yeah, please go ahead. with Ross the boss will be in trouble in 24 months' time uh, with the media calling for his head. Good call, bad call. Oh, good. Great call. Inspired call. I actually, I, when, when Ross was appointed, I sent you, a, uh, sent you and the guru a, um, my trajectory for the Saints. I think I had them after a couple of years, second, second, eighth, tenth, delisted yeah, after yeah, that yeah. because that, that's the way it goes with him. Yeah. It's happened. At, and, and if he is a genius, then that genius went missing in his, the end of his Fremantle tenure because they couldn't win a game. Yeah. And yeah. he said they weren't going to fall off a cliff and that's exactly what happened to them. Yeah. So um, you do have to take a bit of a longer-term um, measure with Ross. Yeah. But at the moment, he's done with the same... What, I, what I wouldn't have thought they, yeah. could, they, were, they were capable of. He's got a pretty um, great coaching panel yeah, behind him as well. So, yeah. All right. One more for you, Luke. The first... Versus the second half stats for the past two weeks show that the West Coast Eagles have a good level of fitness, and they, they shouldn't. You shouldn't bag their fitness staff, Luke. Good call, bad call. Bad call. <laughs> yeah. So um, no, look, 
there's been a couple weeks where you go maybe if this was last year or the year before they'd get blown off the park completely there was a you know a couple hundred point losses um that sort of uh demonstrated that last year but for me there's there's a question mark because you go is this much more around the eagles are gone oh we've got nothing to lose um uh, we're not in this game let's just sort of strive for some you know some some small wins as as simo puts it uh, so there's a bit of that mentality, but also the mentality of the, t- the teams that are in front going, oh, we can take our foot off the pedal and just coast along a bit. So I, I don't know, uh, um, but it's been the past three, four games, the second quarter has been absolutely horrific. So I don't, I'm not sure what's, what's happening. They've come out um, every game with great intent and then they sort of tire towards the end of the first quarter and they don't seem to recover and then they have a halftime break and they... They come out a bit more um, charged against so, uh, <laughs> yeah. But if they were, but if, if they didn't have a good level of fitness, they, they would, they, they would, they would fall away yeah, more yeah. than what and they are. And this is the, probably the, the difference from last year in that um, they had that wave of COVID and they didn't really, um, it took them a while to all regain their, their fitness after that. So, yeah, um, it's a, yeah, it's a question mark, that one. Mm. i got one more. Yep, go for it. The AFL, Steve... Are geniuses. They schedule a first five rounds, a Thursday night fixture, and then they leave it vacant for eight weeks. And then they're going to reintroduce it at some point, and it's going to be, you know, oh, thank you, the AFL, for re- reintroducing genius marketing. Good call, bad call. If, you, if you're calling them a genius, mate, terrible call. <coughs> and <coughs> our mate Damo actually has, has, has called this out as one of his big problems that well, he's got with them. Why, why would they? You know, why would they do it? They go, the ratings are great. They, they schedule it for five or six rounds and they drop it for half the season and they bring it back. Do you know, yeah, you know, last, I went, went home last night, turned on the TV, and guess what I watched? What? It wasn't AFL. Yeah. <laughs> it, was the, it was the NRL. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I watched, I would never watch an, an NRL much, but I watched, I watched half, about half the match and I actually, I, I didn't mind, you know, it was, quite, it was okay. Yeah. I'm not a fan, but... No. But I'm thinking, you know, as I'm watching, I'm thinking, you know what? The NRL have got it all over the AFL in, in so many respects. This gather round thing is just a, a, a reaction to their magic yeah, yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. The Thursday night footy, I think they've had it for a, they've had, had it for a while, while. And, they, and they're continuing with it. And it's, 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 it's a good, it's a good, it's a good product. Yeah. So they're going to have, so they're going to have, <clears throat> so the AFL when it goes back to the Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, uh, fixing schedule, overlapping each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. So if you yeah. if you wanted to. You know, you're not giving people the opportunity to, if they wanted to, to see as, as many games as they can. For those who are really the diehards, you know, if you've got a Thursday night, a Friday night, it gets all the attention. Uh, then you've got, you know, you're, you're spreading the games out a bit more. You haven't got so many on Sunday or Saturday. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100. percent I think that I think it's I think it's they've they've really dropped the ball on that yeah. one yep. uh, as they have with. I think Sunday they've almost gone. It's too hard to do the scheduling with the first, you know the day breaks and stuff like that. But it's not a reason not to have it in, in place no uh, yeah. they, they, surely, I'm sure they're, they're collective geniuses they can get around oh, stuff like that I, I, I question <laughs> what's going on there alright should we move into what caught our eye yep absolutely yep, yep. so I'll, I'll just kick off because there was something that you sent me um, the Fremantle Dockers Starlight theme round <laughs> jumper uh, great cause but that jumper is horrible and that's probably you know if it wasn't attached to one of the, the uh, this cause would probably go on in the uh, the history for one of the worst jumpers to grace the football field because um, yeah what 
like we've wow. talked about these jumpers and all these different designs but the team they play that round is actually Hawthorne mm-hmm. who have yellow predominantly in their um, strip so I'm curious to see what then happens there because then you've got two teams with yellow no, we can't um, have that can't have that um, thoughts on the yellow oh, Frio Starlight oh. look I was going to raise this as, as um, you know if, if they heard my if they heard my comments last well, week, which I doubt they did, yeah, they did. Then they've doubled down with easily the worst thing ever seen on a football field. <laughs> it's horrible, um, and I, I say that it was. I used to think I, I thought the the, the Frio three D jumper was bad, and I thought the Eagles one where someone looked like they spewed down the front of it. Oh, that yeah, one? Yeah, that yeah, was pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, this one, one is worse. This one's bad. <laughs> this one's this one tops them in terms of. It's just it looks like something. I don't know. What it, looks, it looks like something out of a cruise ship pantomime or something. It's it's weird. Uh, yeah, so it's, <clears throat> it's. So you won't be you won't be uh, wearing one to the game. Oh uh, well, well I might buy one because they're only 150 bucks. So it's a it's a, yeah, it's it's a, a bit of a bargain. Good but uh, yeah, uh, no, nah, I don't. I, I can't see them selling many of those somehow. <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm a. Yeah, you know, we discussed this a bit last week. But how many themed rounds do we actually need? Where there's a requirement for different jumpers. I think you have your core jumper mm. and your actual uh, clash jumper mm. should be your indigenous yeah. Aboriginal design which you you wear yeah. for away some away games yeah. but also any games that clash yeah absolutely two jumpers yeah that's all that's, yeah. yeah and that's all you need and the marketers and the yeah. with their marketing departments and their their little the AFL stores and that sort of stuff would hate us for saying that but <clears throat> look at Collingwood how many jumpers do they have <laughs> they got black and white, and then their their uh, oh, their, their clash jumpers white and black. And do they and do they sell merchandise? Of course they do. A lot of it. So yeah. I, I don't think it gets in the way of that. Yeah. I, I, I think it's gone over what's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple of other things for me. This is probably just uh, interesting. I'm really interested in your thoughts. So um, probably more so than this year, I noticed that the ANZAC uh, debate surfaced a bit around. Um, you know the ceremonies before each game and um, the awarding of medals and things like that associated with mm. war to football um, so it started on Friday night I think the Dockers do do their uh, match quite well but then it's another five days should we be having these sort of ceremonies before each of the, the games and awarding of medals like Connor Rosie in the Port Eagles game won a medal I don't know what, <laughs> you know they're like he's a two time you know something medalist I was like wow wow um, <laughs> So, you know, should we just be actually leaving it to the Anzac day or, you know, what, what's your sort of... Thought? No, I think they should have a ceremony before yeah, on, each that, game. on that weekend, yeah. but not, not a medal yeah. for every game. I think that's a bit ridiculous. The Anzac Day medal, fair enough. Because there was one the night clash. before yeah. the Melbourne-Richmond yeah. game. I don't know, did they, did they give one out for the... I don't think they did. I don't, because it's a different team each, each, each year. Yeah. But, no, I, I don't think they should be giving... I, Medals do become meaningless after a while. Yeah. There's, there's one for all sorts of things. For the Anzac round, I, I do think a little ceremony uh, before each game is fine, and yeah. and, that, and that acknowledgement and that sort of stuff. But not not yeah. and it's not just the medals for this. It's the medals that they have generally, as you've pointed out, for all sorts of things. They have a emergency services medal, I think, in one game with the Saints play, and they have yeah, yeah, they have yeah. a stack of them. And it's just it's just too many. They're, just, they're not they don't mean no. Anything. It doesn't mean anything. So um, yeah. yeah. Um, and probably just the last thing in terms of because we've talked about a couple other things uh, already but the last thing is that a second year player has completely confused 17 other AFL clubs they have absolutely no idea how to play Nick Dacos well I was going to raise that as well Um, yeah 
and you know they don't have no idea how to keep him out of the game and I have actually come up with a strategy yeah. Yeah. go on and it's, it's a simple strategy yeah. kick for goal straight kick goal accuracy so he gets he gets he's kicking unopposed he runs a bit kicks it and then does the overlap because he's un, unmanned and then he kicks it up the ground and because he's such a good kick he knows it's going to hit the target and then he keeps mm. running mm. the best way to keep the ball out of his hands <laughs> is not to kick any behinds right <laughs> so here's a plan stop kicking it out wide kick it to your um, corridors or if you mark it inside 50 and you're a bit far out or you, you know you're a bit 50-50 foot find mm. someone in a better mm. spot mm. Um, because he is completely um, running up the ground. As soon as there's a kick in, he's, he's away. And you can't tag it because he's kicking out unopposed mm, from that. Mm. Um, well, the other thing that I'd like to see them do is to... Now, Jake Michaels also raised this in his article that he wrote about that they're not, they're not paying him enough attention. I th- and in, in the Anzac... You know, by the way, I was going to ask you a question about the Anzac Day game, but... He he won two. He kicked two goals in that last quarter, mm. and he was he was by himself. By himself, yeah. Right, like with it thirty meters out. Yeah, yeah. In a game where it's close, it's tight, and there's momentum swing. It was it was quite yeah. it was astonishing to see that he was just left un, 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 unattended. So if you, you okay, if you're not going to tag him, at least have someone that picks him up in into that forward into that forward forward, yeah. forward fifty zone or just just outside of that. So. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's, there's an extra person back that's that's assigned to him in, if he moves into that that back zone. But every forward, week, their forward zone. The opposition coach and their press conference are asked, um, "How are you going to manage Nick Dacos? Are we going to put someone on? We're going yeah. to do this, or you know, we're going to have a team defence sort yeah. of." And every week he's getting you know yeah. thirty plus disposals, and it's not the you know quantity we talked about Carlton having you know nine of the eleven yeah. players. Yeah. Yeah. He. The quality possessions, quality, yeah. and he cuts angles and he yeah. kicks. Um, uh, you know the way he kicks the ball, left and right footed, and yeah. it always hits a target. And he it? runs and he gets the one two. Yeah. It's it's not working, yeah. and I, I reckon the seventeen other coaches have absolutely no clue how to play. Him. Well, I can tell you one thing. I, I see um, Peter Dacos and his wife. I can't. I'm not sure of her name, but. They're the happiest parents oh, yeah. in Australia. I, I, they show them at the footy. Yeah. Every time they're playing, they're just laughing, sitting back. They're loving it because yeah. their sons are just killing oh, them. I mean, the his brother's... Fantastic. Know, his, yeah. his brother's incredible too. But. Part of, and I think part of the reason... Part of the reason that Nick Dacos is getting away with it a bit is because they do have a, quite a lot of options. Um, you know, they've got his brother. The Goey. Yeah, and they've got... Um, Taylor Adam, Pendlebury. Yeah, all these guys. Side Pendlebury, bottom, yeah, side, side bottom. bottom. And they've got... Um, and these guys weren't playing that well before the Dacosses came no, along. No, the Dacosses have... Have freed them up a bit yeah, more. Yeah. And, of course, then you go, you got Jordan Goey. Yeah. Amazing player as well in the forward line. So they've got a lot of a lot of weapons there to cover. Yeah. And... Um, but, yeah, I, I do think that... Especially, especially in the in the Anzac Day game, in that forward line, that, that was criminal. That it was given yeah. so much yeah. time and space in the forward fifty. But I mean, even if Essendon <laughs> went on to win that game, Nick Dacos was going to win that medal. Mm. Mm. He was best on from the get go. And and BT was judging it. Don't forget that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But I'm just saying, uh, coaches, if you're out there, <laughs> kick straight. You don't bring him in the game. So I've got a question, a follow up question for you. Yep. Um, given the occasion, given the crowd, mm. given the match. Have you seen a better, a more exciting and better game of football than the uh, Anzac Day game in the past couple of years? 
Oh yeah, I think we had sometimes have a bit of short short memory, you know, like a bit of the. Uh, I had a note around Gil having a bit of a, a goldfish uh, syndrome, but no, I, I do think we have that recency sort of bias mm-hmm. that comes in. But you know, it was a massive crowd. It was a great game, um, and it, you know, it's a bit of a shame that Essendon completely fell away in that um, yeah. last quarter and not wasn't able to, to pick it back a, a bit and you know make it go down to the wire. But I think I picked that last week, didn't I? Yeah. I think so. For me, if you just go and, I'm, and you know, it's on the spot. But that uh, Sydney Collingwood final last year, yeah, that was incredible. Where it went down to a point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. Like, yeah, sure, you, you yeah. go. There's a bit of recency bias, but yeah. um, as um, Anzac Day games go and Collingwood played in about five or six games last year where it was less than a goal even that Carlton one where they were going to make the finals if they yeah. won and Collingwood came back like so I, I um, yeah, yeah I, I'd question whether it's the, the, the best we've seen yeah the Carlton Collingwood game was a cracker yeah, last we, year we yeah. tend to have a bit of a recency bias fair enough fair enough clickbait Steve yep uh, any, any articles uh Get your little oh, click. I've got, a, I've got a beauty. I've got. I think this is the best one I've seen this year. Okay. Yep. Ryan Daniels. I do like him. He's. Good. I like his He's work. Not bad, Ryan. I, I, like, I like his comes work. Comes up with the. He dispels a few, few stories. And but things. I think, I think he, I think he might have been, wanted to be a poet or a novelist or something All because right. uh, he came up with this one. Uh, and I quote: "The Eagles are holding a petri dish filled with mold juice." <laughs> He came up with that. That was the headline. He came up with that in the West. Did you read the article? <laughs> I did. I yeah. did. So what, I think what he's saying is like that he was he was a, he was sort of drawing an analogy between the creation of penicillin and some good stuff that will come out of uh, okay. this sort right. of chaotic and uh, the, the, the the injuries and all the other things that are going on at the Eagles. But I just loved I just loved the the, the, the sort of the way he was the analogy. Able to, the analogy yeah, was yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, when you read it, you think, oh my god, it's like the average footy supporter they'd struggle with that. Well, I think, yeah. Luke, don't you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm still struggling <laughs> to see the analogy, but uh, so it's, better, it's better than green shoots. I hate the, uh, the green shoots. Yeah, that's a bit uh, overdone. So yeah. good on you. I, I, yeah, I, good I, on can't, you I can't yeah. wait for Ryan's next. Yeah. I want. I, I, what I want for him is a series of these. No, don't stop at one. Yeah, keep keep going. I want to see it. the evolution of the peach. <laughs> <Yeah, dish. laughs> Where's it growing? And I want to see other. Th- I want to see other analogies yeah, yeah, yeah. that are that are wild and woolly. You know. Okay. Well, I, I love this one from the west. So. Uh, the Eagles are in crisis talks over information leaks to the West. With the article going on with you know this third person rabble about how many sources they have within the club. <laughs> it, have you read this snitch column that's uh, happening each week? I did um, not. I did not understand. I must admit, I didn't understand. It, I was hard to follow that that column. <laughs> it was very hard to follow. Why is there? Why is there? Firstly, why is their identity muffled? <laughs> Are they saying anything too controversial that uh, you know, like? Oh, this um, creating a bit of mystery there, Luke. Uh, it's probably <laughs> the worst thing in a long line of trash that this this newspaper's produced. The snitch. So yeah, no, uh, it was I'm putting him on notice, <laughs> or, her, or her. So I'm putting him on notice. Um, and then it, it flowed into probably the uh, the thing that I. One of our uh, inspirations, uh, Damo Barrett's Sliding Doors. And I love this one. So the, 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 column, the headline for Damo Barrett's column last year was, if there's something Damo just cannot cop, cope, sorry, then. But he's, he's referring to himself in third person now. Oh, dear. Well, he is bigger than himself. Yeah. He's bigger than the game, Damo, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so... Uh, 
I've got, I've got another one for you, Luke. Um, it was Jake, a Jake Michaels article that uh, our friend the guru sent us. And he, in it, he states that Charlie Cameron just won goal of the year with that little uh, sidekick off his foot that went through, dribbled through the goal in the, in the game on the weekend. Oh, did you yeah, see that? Yeah, I did see that one. And it's not a, it's not a bad goal. It's very clever. And Charlie Cameron, I, do you I think love watching. Yeah, I do. I, I, or yeah, I, I, yeah. I do. But and I, I actually love watching Charlie Cameron play. Yes. But goal of the year, I don't think so. Oh, they, this is what happens every there's a marker or there's a goal and this is the recency by a goal it's goal of the year mark of the year um, well for one thing it's round six yeah yeah so there's, and, and there's a long way to go and if it was round 22 and there hadn't been any good goals kicked yeah, and that, yeah, I'd say yeah, okay yeah, fair yeah. enough but that one is was clever but not yeah. amazing so should we just give Charlie the medal just now? give it to him now yeah just we'll give Nick Dacos <laughs> the brown low as well you know we'll just hand them all out so yeah. um I'm going to give a bit of a whack in this section to the WA media again. So we talked about their line of questioning and being a bit soft on on a couple of clubs last week, but oh, I just don't think they've got the capability. So I listened to Jai Cully's press conference. So he's the young eagle. Mm. Um, mm. He was the number one pickup in the mid-season draft last year. Mm. And this is the tripe that the WA media could come up with in terms of their press conference to him. They said, so Jai, are you an advocate of the mid-season draft? <laughs> <laughs> what on earth is he meant to respond no, to that? No, I hate that. that. Was he going to turn around? No, yeah, he's going to turn around. No, I hate it. Didn't give me the opportunity to come and play at the AFL. So I thought some footballers are, are, are brain dead, but I reckon uh, the journo cohort, particularly the ones out, out here, are, are pretty uh, are journos because they're too dumb to play sport. And they're sports journos because they're too dumb to write about anything topical. Because the line of questioning... You know, sometimes when you listen to the press conference, you can't actually hear the question. Yeah. Questions. Yeah. I think they're probably purposely doing that because they're just so uh, they're just so obscure. Um, so yeah, pick up your game, WA Media. Yeah, yeah, good call. Actually, player interviews. They're I think mostly they're a waste of time. They're soft, they? and, and the answers are a lot. Yeah. Pieces. It's just, it's, yeah. it's just it's all, all the all the responses are the same, and you can't blame the players because they they end up in in trouble if they say anything wrong. They've got to, they've well, they've yeah, got to stick well, to the script. They're asking him, would it be good to have Shannon yeah. Hearn back this week? Oh, no. What's he going to go? No. <laughs> we don't, we, I don't like playing with him. Like, and they're, they're closed questions, you yeah. know, like they're yeah. just, they're yeah. just, just yeah. horrible. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any more for clickbait? Because I was going to move into algorithms. Go for it. So, I'm going to give a shout out to the guru here. He's probably going to like what I'm going to say. Um, and we've touched upon it, but I was licking my lips after seeing the stats for the St. Kilda Carlton game. So Saints won the game by four goals, but the six possession, mm. top possession getters on the ground were all Carlton, and they nearly had 100 more possessions, and you mentioned that there's mm. probably nine of the top 11. So I was rubbing my, my hands together. Uh, this is going to be infinite proof that the algorithm is broken. Uh, the top possession getter was actually Adam Chera. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about him. Yep. So 39 disposals, top-ranked algorithm player by far. So I go, really? oh, okay, really? okay, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. So the, the algorithm said he was best on ground by, by far. Yep. And the team lost by, by four goals. I, I can cop that. So I thought, here we go. We're on here. But the actual rest of the list were actually far down the list. And five of the top six were actually St. Kilda players, mm. according to the algorithm. So uh, I'm going to give the algorithm a bit of a tick here for not mm. getting just sucked into yeah. uh, just possession. So, but, but I mean, they... If you look at um, the algorithm's rating of um, Chera, Chera, but but not just Chera. Um, if, you, um, if you go back to the Eagles mm. over the years, we've had debates around Gaff. 
about Gaff, he gets positions, but his algorithm always rates him low. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's certain things the algorithm loves. Yeah. And there's certain, and it, it doesn't actually like just possessions, does yeah, it? Yeah. Generally, yeah. I think there's something to do with efficiency and yeah. where you're getting the possessions and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's a bit of a mystery. It is mystery. I'm still, I'm still waiting for the I'm still waiting for the peer-reviewed studies that show yeah, predictive yeah. validity. Yeah, I would like to see I haven't that. Haven't seen any well. of those. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, fair enough. Yep. That, that's that's a good call. Okay. Uh, Favourite segment, if then. Okay. You want to kick us away? I've got one big one. Big one? One big one. Nice. Is it so just one big one for this? this That's it. Okay. I'll go first. If Freo wants to change the way they're moving the ball, then it has to start with a skipper. Alex Pierce has lost his dash from the back line and now seems tentative and anxious. He used to get the ball, go on a big long run, um, cause a bit of ha- havoc with with the opposition players, you know, in terms of getting back, getting back. That's completely missing now, and um, it's costing. It, he's 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 the leader. He's the captain. It has to some. It has to start with him because a, a few times he held up the. So he held him up on the weekend. What's he doesn't look injured. Well, you, yeah, you never know what's going on behind yeah. closed doors, yeah. but he doesn't look injured. He's got those legs, um, those bird He's giving legs. away quite a few free kicks. Is the burden of the captaincy playing on him, or like what's? Is he doing? Is he doing anything different? Does captain well, do anything different? Well, I don't know. Like you I mean, know, you more know, meetings or something. More like, meetings. I don't know. I don't. I don't well, I just. Why <laughs> not another meeting? Oh my God. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because he's not. He doesn't look like the same. No, same player. So anyway, that, so if so, that, yeah, yep. That, got to start with me. Got to start with him. <clears throat> right, interesting. Because mm. I think there's a you'd go the responsibility for that should sit on your um, Walkers, your Jordan Clarks, um, the other sort of players that should be providing that dash. Um, Hayden Young, but he was doing that. He, he was, he doing, was that, doing that yeah. in the past, yeah. and he's the captain. And it's kind of like oh, you know, and there's a lot of young players in the team. So I just think that I think that. He's got to take a bit more responsibility in that. Well, he's got Joe Danaher this week, so who knows what's going to happen there. So, well, exactly. Well, yeah. and Joe's unpredictable himself. Okay, well, I'll fire through my, my if-thens then. So, if the West Australian wants to keep using the Philosophy Footy podcast for its headlines, <laughs> then show us the money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've Good talked one. about Nisbet, and, you know, a day later there's an article. We talked about 2BC, and now there's, you know, two days later there's an article, so... Stop pitching our content. Give us some credit and uh, yeah, show us some money. Good call, Luke. Yeah, fair. Yep. Um, if Simo keeps saying in his press conferences we've got a plan in place, it's a longer-term plan, then do you think he actually knows what a plan is? <laughs> what is the plan? Uh, it's get secret. Your, get your players in the park should be your, your, your number one uh, priority there. So, yeah, clubs always talk about, you know, there's a plan in place. Mm. But do you ever mm. see it? It reminds me of uh, Mike Tyson. He said that yeah, everyone's got a plan until you punch him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll just finish off with this one. So if two Frio fans who turn their back on the Rory Lobb kicking for goal is not the most moronic thing we'll see all this year, um, then they're going to take a lot to top. Did you see the footage of... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. So, do you think that really put Rory Lobb off kicking for goal, that one? You're better off, you might as well, you're better doing, off doing. You're better off doing. Um, and do you, do you, interestingly, do you think they were cheering on Luke Jackson in the same game, who's also just traded, traded clubs? Or, you know, what's the, the vitriol behind the, the Rory Lobb thing? Oh, Lobb, it's... 
It's the way he went about it, and the, sort of the backstabbing afterwards, and the yeah. and the and the whinging, and the and 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 the sort of the perceived lack of effort when he was playing for them, and the inconsistency yeah. in the effort. It's all those things together. Yeah. It's all those things together. I mean, yeah. Jackson, I think, has been held himself in a, a lot more high esteem and the way he's dealt with himself at Melbourne and in the transition yeah. than Roy Lobb. Uh, uh, yeah. Lobb hasn't done it the way that... Griffin Logue wasn't... Exactly. Like that. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's, um, so I, um, I thought, as we sort of touched on, the, the push and shove at the start, I go accept it, but the way in which it continued on... I thought there must have been something else that sort of mm. um, you know happened at the club. And but Frio got sucked in because it distracted from the game. So you know, and the fans added to that. More the fool. Well. That more the fools. I think then, the fans you know? added to that. The whole theatre of that. Uh, and that yeah. and it was all driven by Longmuir the week before, as you yeah. said. Anyway. All right, crystal ball, Steve. Round seven. Yep. Uh, what's your? What are you glancing your eyes over? Well, the, the I've round? got a few things. <laughs> I want to raise. <coughs> I want to. I want to keep a watching, a watching look, a watching brief on Jaden Stevenson. He's building. He's playing for a club that's very low profile at the moment, but I think this guy's got amazing talents, and he's kicked a, a couple of a couple of multiple goals, uh, games with a few multiple goals in it over the past, uh, in the in the round so far at least, the first few rounds. If this guy gets his head right around yeah, his behaviour, yeah. he could be anything. He could be anything as a footballer. So I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested the rest of this year, this year to watch him. If he continues to get a game, continues to develop, he could be. This guy could be a star. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I agree. He's taught, I've seen him tear up the Eagles a couple of times um, in both playing for North and, and uh, Collingwood. Uh, but you, you've put the the real good question there around if. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's got the. The maturity, maturity to, to he won't grow. It. He can't grow into. I don't think he, he will. Okay, but yeah. I very 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 talented. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, um, but yeah, hope I'm wrong because you, you do want to see great yeah. players out yeah. there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. interesting. I've I've got another one for you. Yep. Uh, it's it's uh, look, uh, having a look at the round. The one that intrigues me is the St Kilda Port game tonight. That's the one that's the top one that I had built. Yeah. Um, I've been a non-believer in the Saints. Yep. Um, and again, it's interesting that the, the you know Port beat Eagles by forty points. Was I overly impressed mm. by them? Mm. Uh, no, yep. I think Jaden Horn, uh, Jason Horn Francis is a front runner. Mm. Um, mm, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I think he's a front runner. Oh, okay. Time. Wow. Um, and Willie looks unfit. I, I think their forward line's a bit. Mm. Questionable. Questionable. Their midfield's very good. I, yeah. I really think yeah. Connor Rosie, yeah. Zach Butters, um, Oliver uh, Lyons, Travis Boak. Aaliyah really is a bit of a star down back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he can he can do some dumb things as yeah. well. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been a non-believer of the Saints, but I think I'm going I'm to lean towards the St Kilda tonight. Well, the thing about that is that if Port lose, the pressure just can start, can, can, start, can start to come back on them again because there'll be... Yeah, you know, teetering who'd on that outside. Yeah, yeah who would you beat in those other That's rounds? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I'm not a fan of Hingley. No, I don't rate him either. I, I, the way he he sort of gets he got Hawthorne Francis out in the middle of the ground in the rain. It's all show. It's all show. Yeah, it's, it's all, all you know. The, he knows the cameras yeah. are on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just pisses me off. Yeah, and yeah, his, the way he carries on on the bench. And the way that the, the, the Yip episode with Lock, with Lockie Neal a few a couple of years yeah, back, yeah. I hated that. I, I don't. I, I'm not a fan of his at all. No. Um, so no, it's an intriguing <laughs> game, but um, yeah, it's probably t- if St Kilda can knock him off tonight, 
watching. Yeah, it. absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, the other game, there's there's two other games for me that are quite interesting. There's the Crows Pies game in Adelaide. Yes, I had that one as well. Um, obviously, Crows weren't very impressive against Hawthorne mm. down yeah. in Tassie, yeah. but it's back at home. Yeah. In front of their crowd. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a ripper, oh, ripper another contest. massive game for Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. huge yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and then the Essendon Geelong game is also quite intriguing. So Geelong have hit some form, but mm. they played a severely undermanned Sydney, mm. severely undermanned Eagles, mm. and uh, Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, so they've had three easy kills. Yeah. Um, and they fell away. Yeah. Badly. Essendon fell away in their, their yeah. game. So yeah. um, it's going to be it's at the MCG. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's a bit of an interesting one. But Essendon off a shorter break because they played on Tuesday. Yeah, or lean towards Geelong, but yeah. yeah, not confident there. No, I'll definitely, I'll definitely be leaning towards Geelong for that one as well. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced about Essendon. Um, I think they're too fluky. What about the, uh, the, the, the Roosters that are coming to town on uh, Saturday night? McKay and, and Kerno, what are you expecting there? Uh, <clears throat> well. <coughs> Who are the Eagles going to have fit to play on them? That's my question. Well, Tommy Barras will play on one of them and yep. then they'll uh, raffle it off between probably Rotham or um, some other Look, no- nobody. It all comes down to the pressure in the midfield, doesn't it? I mean, the, the Eagles have still got... They've still got, you know, the reasonable defence down there. I mean, I know they're a bit short... They're a bit short-manned in terms of having McGovern out and that sort of stuff, but can, can, can the midfield hold back on, and put pressure on the midfielder so that they don't get the... Uh, but, you know, they haven't been overly impressive, the Carlton forwards, really. No, 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 they've been pretty inaccurate. So... But every week, I've looked at it, uh, every week there's been a forward that's kicked a bag against yeah, the Eagles, every, so every, um, yeah, yeah. it'll be one of those two. But yeah. uh, my thing is that we will not learn one thing about Carlton this week. The <laughs> unless headline, they lose. The headline, unless unless they, lose. they lose. The headlines <laughs> if they win will be that Carlton are back. Yes. But I don't, I don't think we'll learn anything about them. Um, and if Eagles can avoid the fade out in the second quarter, it could be an interesting game. Mm. So Yeah, it could be. Um, but I expect one of the Roosters to, to have a day out. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, the Gabba? The Gabba Twa? <sighs> don't even want to think about it. Don't even <laughs> want to think about it. I, I, on current form, how can you how can you expect them to get with it? Yeah, you would say the path of this one going into it would be about six goals. Yeah, going into it on, on the on current form. Yeah, I, you know if they get if they get closer than that, I'd, I'd be at this point I'd be surprised. Um, I because actually it's not think Freo are a bit banged up, <laughs> so I think uh, Brayshaw's carrying something. Mm. Um, they said Lockett Schultz is carrying something. Luke Ryan always looks like he's limping around. Mm. Um, the rushing back Swakowski. Uh, mm, um, yeah. yeah, I think they're a bit they're a bit banged up but as well. I'd be there's a couple of yeah, Peel had a bad game on the weekend, but there's a couple I would be. What about your man Sabig? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a work in progress, Luke. Don't don't get me don't get me on that one. He's a work in progress. Uh, but um, yeah, Erasmus was tagged heavily the week before, but this week he he, he got heaps of possessions. I'd give, be giving him a game. I think Warner was the other one. I'd be at least giving a couple of those guys uh, a, a, a go, uh, rather than bring back players that are sort of mar- marginal, marginally injured. I think it's always never a good, never a yeah. good look. Yeah. I got one more for you. Cool. Just a, just a. Uh, we haven't mentioned the West Coast Eagles waffle side. They lost again by over a hundred points. This week they've got Claremont. Claremont are one of the, uh, you know, one of those probably top three sides along with West Perth and probably Shamanal. I'd say. Kate Mitchell coming back. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, and that's, I 
think it's at Claremont, so it could be it could be another one where you turn to look away now kind of a situation. Oh, it's definitely a look away now. It's a train wreck. <laughs> um, the interesting thing is the Eagles finally released uh, their injury list, mm. which didn't have as many TBCs as mm. you, but didn't yeah, have as yeah, many. Yeah. So uh, the outcry from Philosophy actually uh, actually worked. <laughs> um, but judging by that, by the mid-season break, all things being equal. Um, that waffle side should all of a sudden have um, quite a few players in here. So um, the whole system's compromised because these teams are getting 100-point wins. Yeah. And then some team's going to come up against 10 or 11 yeah. AFL-listed players. Yeah. And, um, a... Nick Nat getting some match fitness and McGovern and, you know, a few. And, yeah. gonna, you know, so it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit, bit compromised. But, yeah, this one could... Yeah. Could reach record uh, <laughs> levels. I see uh, Nick Nat um, is down for eight weeks. I think it was eight or nine weeks. Yeah, or seven or eight weeks. Apparently. Mm, apparently. Because, because, but they said recently that he might not play for the year. The TBC, I still think, is to be clueless. <laughs> they do not have a clue. They've just there's been a bit of outcries, and they've now put some numbers next to it, and they've actually put like some gaps, like twelve to fourteen weeks, you know. <laughs> so that can keep going. But this is the you know we've talked about this the two week to the two weeker. You'll see. I think Nick Nat will be eight weeks for quite a yeah. period of time. Okay. So right. no, I, I don't think yeah, Nick Nat will, will play this year still. Mm, okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, until next time. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Steve. See you later. Bye.